Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks with the hottest takes of 2021. My name is Brandon. I'm Eric. And I'm Ben. Each week, we're looking at two albums released in 2021. And at the end of the year, we'll rank and compare all 100 albums. Tonight, we are starting with Lord's new album, Solar Power. And we'll conclude with Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. So, Lord, with her first album since the massively successful melodrama which was 27 i believe it was 17 if yeah, i recall I think it's been like four years. i never actually listened to that one oh, i don't that, think you, that's, yeah. a, that's a shame you, you should you know it's, it's i great. meant to do it but with our workload this week yeah. i just did not get around to it unfortunately <laughs> well and like just in in pop music terms to go that long without dropping is like all right you're basically just admitting to being a one-hit wonder at that point like <laughs> I would not have been shocked if we never heard from Lord again. Yeah, it, and it's really weird because like her first album was good and like got her out, got her on the map, and then she comes out with melodrama, which I mean was by a lot of people considered like you know pop record of the year. I think it even like won the Grammy for that. Okay, yeah, I mean it was um, huge. Yeah, huge. It, was, it was huge. And so yeah, you would either expect, especially in pop, like. Either that's it, or well, that's they're gonna big, try and you that's know, a capitalize. Big, that's on a big it. gap from her first album too. Yeah, I think it was also four also years. four years, right? Yeah. Around there. Yeah. So I guess you know, in in that regard, it's not what not surprising to see Lord wait this long. But um, yeah, he's remained a surprisingly big name in pop despite not coming out with a ton of music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. When she first burst onto the scene, which I remember, you know, the song Royals was huge. It was everywhere. That song. That song got a South Park episode. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I still love that song. I think oh, it still no, it's holds up. Song. It's an amazing song. It does I, kind I was, of fall into like the the get lucky category of like it got overplayed <laughs> hard. It, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I you mean, know what? It even as overplayed as it was, I never, still a good I song. never hated it or anything. Yeah. I still always thought that's a well composed song. So, but that's kind of the extent of my knowledge of her music is that song, maybe a couple other of her hits, which I, I thought were nowhere near as good as Royals was. Yeah, I mean, Royals was definitely the biggest hit by a mile. And um, we have not had a a great track record with pop comeback. No, we have like the Lady Gaga record from no. last year. Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys. Two thirds yeah, of us forgot just... about entirely. <laughs> oh, that uh, one. Oh, yeah. Um, and for me, Solar Power is taking the title from Tame Impala as <laughs> the fivest five that has ever fived. As soon as you said Tame and Paul, it's like, well. Yeah. This is one of the most lackluster efforts I've ever heard in my life. The best part of this album is the song titles. Yeah. Uh, the song titles are great. Uh, that's that, that that's about it. You know, I didn't even write down the song titles, to be honest with you. Uh, there, there's some great ones. Stoned at the, at the Nail Salon. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Um, the Man with the Axe. I'll tell you, I remember uh, my. there was a good lyric in here. Uh, it's strange to see you smoking marijuana. You used to do the most cocaine of anyone I'd ever met. <laughs> I knew you thought was going to be. What the fuck? Um, I don't think I had one serious thought about this I album didn't even, at any I've point. got nothing to say. Of yeah. The, if the ha- if uh, the hashtag Summer Vibes were turned into a 45-minute album, this is exactly <laughs> what it would sound like. I mean, it's like... You know, almost like Beatles era psych rock, and it's it's well performed. Yeah, it's it's well produced for a big name pop label, as you'd expect. It's nothing like astonishing. It's it's high quality. It's clean. It's what I would expect from a big yeah. name. Like 
emphasis on clean there was not a single risk taken in yeah, any regard no, a, yeah absolutely <laughs> like this was just a very clean solid like production very clean solid pop record that i'm pretty sure i've already forgotten about entirely oh, I, yeah i mean I, I i just read through my notes and literally almost every track was just me waiting for something to happen yeah and it never really did yeah it, the song mood ring wasn't bad that was probably the highlight for me i mean but nothing on here is bad i know it's not bad it's just Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah. Like nothing on here's bad. There's just nothing on here. This, this sounded to me just like, yeah, I'll make an it. Like, it's too bad because I remember her other music, you know, the limited amounts of her music that I've heard. It was interesting music. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was very creative pop music. And this is just so disappointing to me because I associated her name with, you know, stuff that was, you know, radio friendly, but it was also, you know, I thought well composed and, and at the very least creative. And, this was none of those things. Yeah, this one it's just it's just not that interesting really. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just nothing to say, there's nothing to talk about. It's it's a run of the mill pop record and it is, it is the run of the mill of the run of the mill. Well, and, and you know, composition-wise it's like an album full of singles except none of the tracks really qualify as a single. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's there's no album cohesion or anything like it's a collection of tracks but none of the tracks stand out on their own either. So I mean, I won't kinda... say there's no album cohesion. I think every song sounded like every other song so yeah. like the the um the overall like theme which is like it's summer at the beach in California. Like that's the entire album. Yeah, I like mean, it was like, cohesive. It's just the idea was incredibly like, boring. Off of what you said earlier, I would describe this album as hashtag beach vibes. Dude, yeah, it's, like, totally, it's pretty much like this is this absolutely. is like this is the album equivalent of posting fake beach pictures to your Instagram so people think you're more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I, I and I would even say I enjoyed the songs but I, I didn't enjoy a 40 minute straight listen of the songs yeah like one-offs they'd be fine but they'd be that for forgettable right. kind of filler pop well mm-hmm. it's yeah i actually heard mood ring come on the radio um before i listened to the album and like yeah it was fine it's decent track but yeah that's really the only context and that was my favorite song on the album you didn't need 11 more of you those. didn't need 11 more of those that were so many yeah I got to the eighth track and wrote down, this is like a more intimate version of the last seven songs. I'm surprised you were still <laughs> taking notes at that point. Uh, yeah, and the, then the other thing that's weird to me is just like, why is the 12th track so long? It's like eight oh, minutes. Is it, really? is it really? I don't even Yeah, remember. I didn't even notice that. Like, yeah, I, I had completely <laughs> checked out by that point. I'm surprised I even noticed the cocaine line. <laughs> I think at this point I wouldn't it's, even be able to interpret lyrics whatsoever. The cocaine line is pretty deep. It's 10, 15 minutes into this album. <laughs> it is, no, at least. And I remember hearing that. I'm like, wait, what? Deep, deep time-wise, not... <laughs> yeah, deep meaning-wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a line I would have expected. The, the cocaine before. is a metaphor for uh, frat kids doing cocaine. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... That's... I'm done. I got yeah, I'm, I'm done. Out of How, stuff to say. It, How many minutes is, are we into this? This might be our shortest <laughs> ever. Th- this might be our shortest album review, just because like there's really just nothing to say about it. This is the the ultimate is just go listen to any one song off this album or listen to whichever song off this album is getting radio play, and that's the album. This is about as interesting as elevator music. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Which. It's less offensive than elevator music. Very That's disappointing, true. though. Because, it's very inoffensive. Yeah, and it, it's very disappointing from an artist that has done really cool yeah, stuff. I would before. not have expected this from her. I mean, not this at is, all. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm frankly kind of astonished this that is like, it was this boring. It sounds like you did too much weed and burned out. Like, now imagine like, that, <laughs> except then your manager knocks on the door and is like, hey, your album's due to the label in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Let's do a bunch of cocaine about it <laughs> and get the album out right now. But yeah, um, yeah, you can pass this one. I would, I would take a pass. You know, what you hear on the radio is exactly what you get on this whole album, and it's not worth venturing. Listen to Royals ten times instead. It's a much better use of your <laughs> it's time. It's a much better listening oh, experience. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, so that takes us to uh, Billie Eilish with her new record. Um, well, and, uh, happier than, happier than, ever. than ever. That's what it is. You know, this is a really interesting mix for for this episode too because i think a lot of what made the original lord music so engaging is a very similar kind of thing that makes billy eilish so big right <laughs> yeah, now. yeah it's kind of like a the old versus the new right here like i mean yeah. lord's not even that old it's like four years uh but like and and four years in pop right and pop music is an eternity so yeah. yeah um and yeah and I mean, ever since Billy I's 2019 was maybe even yeah, 2020, 2019, I believe uh, album. Uh, she's been huge, uh, just like in, in pop music since and and before then too. Like I've been hearing her name for several years, at least. I think that was before she even had an album, if I recall. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't but know. Like, Cause I never, it's at least know, been a few years and never she's listened to her music until now. So yeah, she's definitely, um, in a unique place where kind of like, um, Carly Rae Jepsen and what's her name? We reviewed her earlier in the year. St. Vincent? No. Uh, that's probably all I got. <laughs> I was going to say St. Vincent as well. Oh, fucking goddammit. Marina? No. Was it Pop? Yeah, it was Pop. I remember her album from 2019 was Norman fucking Rockwell. Oh, Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Oh. Yeah, so she's like Lana Del Rey and like Carly Rae Jepsen as like a pop act that like kind of like branches out past that and like is appreciated right. by like the more of like the 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 rate your music crowd the music snob crowd we didn't listen to lana del rey this year did we yeah that, what, what? <laughs> yeah yes, we definitely we did. did did you forget well we know what's got is a forgettable list <laughs> you know what's not gonna be ranked very highly then well i mean i think we all already knew that um but yeah so wow. anyway um i was pretty stoked for this um uh, Billie Eilish is very unique and I think very boundary pushing in like the modern pop scene. So I was excited. Well, um, and I think I think what makes it so interesting too is it's very boundary pushing for for rock and stuff, but it's also very timely. Mm -hmm. it, you know, like you look at like you know like internet culture, meme culture, stuff like that. Like oh yep. god, like she's definitely writing. She's like, a product of her time, yeah, for sure. And so it's 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 almost the kind of thing that makes you think like you know. It's very time period defining almost. It's very different mm -hmm. from what else is on the radio, but mm -hmm. it's also extremely timely. Yeah, it's it, very Which, different than, yeah, you, you definitely don't get the sense that there's a team of 10 people, you know, corporate music industry people pushing this. It's a more, it's a much different feel to the music. Mm hmm. And as far as actually getting to the album itself now. You want to talk about the album now? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do well, let's that. Let's go, yeah. Um, there's a lot of really good songs on here, in my opinion, um, but this album really suffers, and I think suffers more than most uh, albums with how long it is. It's almost an hour long, and she has a very whispery voice, and for an hour, for me personally, that got kind of difficult. 
Um, but if I were to take a lot of these songs out individually, like as singles, I'm a big, big fan. See, I, I, I don't quite agree there in that I, I think it took about three and a half tracks to get going, which is a lot. And, and I mean, that's a decent amount of runtime. That's probably a good 10 minutes of runtime. But right around the, the back half of track number four, for me, the album really picked up and just kind of kept going from that point. Like, I actually, I, I, I enjoyed this quite a bit all the way through. And I think at the end, I was, I was pretty happy. I thought it managed to justify the length. And I, I mean, I, I think it was a, a pretty bottom heavy album in a sense. But uh, yeah, especially. No, I, 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 think think there's, I think there's up, really but. good music like throughout. I love uh, Oxytocin. I love Billy Bossa Nova. Um, uh, uh, what some of the, um, the closing track, Male Fantasy, I really liked, NDA, I really liked, um, yeah, like, I think there's good music, like, throughout, I think it's pretty consistent, but it's just, like, her voice being so whispery and, like, so kind of in the background for so long, it, 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 it got a little hard for me, uh, but Ben, what did you think? So this is interesting because this might be the first time where we all generally agree, but we have very, very different reasons for it. <laughs> so let me first say this album shattered my expectations. Um, mm. This was, all in all, I thought this was pretty good. Um, as far as the length goes, I do agree. It, it, I mean, this thing is like 5% away from justifying its length. I mean, it's, yeah, so, it's so close to justifying its length. That's I, exactly how I, I feel. Don't, and it's not even necessarily a function of the length, but Eric, you said it was a bottom-heavy album. I totally disagree with that. No, I'm, I think I'm with you. I think the, this was top-heavy. So the and and not even top-heavy, but the top the first two thirds of this album were amazing. The last five tracks definitely go a bit downhill. They're not bad. They're still pretty good, but this is a bottom third light album. Mm-hmm. However you want to phrase it. <laughs> Through song song 10, this was really impressive. And I think, um, and I'll, I'll get to why that is. And I, and again, I don't think it's a function of, of the length. I think this album could have been 56 minutes and still been really good. If a few couple things had been done differently. Um, yeah, overall, I mean, yeah, I was impressed. And yeah, I, I yeah. should. I, I definitely. <laughs> this was good. I, I came in sounding a lot more lukewarm than I felt about this. I've I've actually ranked this pretty damn high on my list at the moment. I'm actually still debating where I'm putting this. Yeah, I don't know where it's gonna go. I, it's, it's definitely gonna, it's gonna, gonna going go high. It's going would, high. I'll say like, that top quarter, probably. Oh uh, yeah, I, I think definitely top quarter. Um, but but I, I am still deciding exactly where I'm gonna put it. Yeah, it's. I was not expecting a pop album, like a, a radio-friendly pop album, which, I mean, we already kind of covered in the beginning, but I wasn't expecting it to deliver that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really pleased about uh, how this one went. I was, And I didn't even go in with low expectations. You know, I, I, I think I've heard, I, again, like I said before, I heard one of the Lord singles on the radio, and I think maybe the day before I actually heard Oxytocin on the radio. Before. I love that song. Oxytocin's great. I love yeah, that song. It's a really fantastic song, and um, that one came on. I'm like, oh, I, I'm really digging this. So I hope this can, you know, is representative of the album. So I did have a loose, and I probably heard she has a couple other hits. I probably like mm-hmm. heard somewhere, you know, without realizing it. But so I didn't go in with low expectations by any means. But um, yeah, 
uh, she has a lot of talent, um, and the her brother also has a lot of talent. And yeah, he, he, does, he produces. This, he does right? the instrumentals, or, 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 or he, or he helps. does. He's like yeah, the, he's like the production the, guy. Okay. Yeah, Man, and, and I'll say the the best thing about this album for me um, was the the interaction between the instrumentals and the vocals, the yeah. complementary nature of it. This works so well. well and, and can we talk about the bass work for a minute? The whole thing about Billy Eilish is how is this these whispered, delivered vocals mm -hmm. and then like bassy music for right, the most part. Right. And mm -hmm. one, that's just really tricky to balance, mm -hmm. you know, really quiet, whispery vocals on top of bass, like hard to balance and is done excellently it's throughout. so well in this album. And then just the like, the, the blending and, and meshing between like acoustic, I'll say, but I mean like, you know, like almost like electric acoustic. bass guitar sounds and yeah. stuff and like synth bass. Yeah. They just keep mixing it up and keeping it fresh and giving you different stuff. Yeah. But like, it's so helpful. Like, you could have dialed so up tasteful. one. Yeah. yeah. You could have dialed so up one bass synth patch and played the whole album on that. Yeah. And this album would have sucked if you did that. Right. But they didn't, you know, like, and, and it's also the kind of thing where it makes it very clear that they put the effort into the songs, you know, like, mm. so, yeah. yeah. I mean, the attention to detail is amazing. And I think, um, it's tough to pull off because generally the sounds are pretty minimalistic, you know, her, she, she's not hitting you with any, um, you know, in your face or any of your vocals. I mean, it's a very minimalistic vocal style and same with the instrumentals. They're pretty stripped down. There's nothing loud really. Um, but the attention to detail is great and it, and it, it hits the details and the overall just sense the the, the textures that are created um, and again the interaction between the vocals and the astrology is, uh, is one case of like exactly what you just said that I really wanted to highlight um, for me was on Billy Bossa Nova yeah I fucking love how that guitar sounded songs amazing yeah, yeah like and just how her voice just with that I think it's synthetic. I'm not 100% sure the synthetic like bossa nova guitar like and it's like a, just like a super simple just strumming rhythm just do 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 yeah like it's just super super simple and but it, and whether it's just like her performance the songwriting or what but it just it comes out to such a like such a like perfect example of like being greater than the sum of its parts. Oh yeah. Like it just combined. That was the moment. That so was the cool. moment the album, like how is this so good? Like with being so seemingly simple, I guess. And yeah. like, it's the song called Billy Bossa Nova. It's like, yeah, it's like just a Bossa Nova beat. <laughs> yeah. Like, by like, Billy and, by like. And it's like, like, how is it? How am I liking this so much? Given what it is? And I don't, it's got that intangible to it. I yeah. think um, maybe just so, tastefully done i don't know i mean i do love her voice i think she's got uh really good use of you know of diction and and just really subtle you know changes in inflection and stuff because you know her voice is not monotone but it's definitely pretty similar the throughout. performance is a little monotone it is but it, it hits the little details just the right emphasis on certain words it hits all the important details um that I don't know. I, I, I was just, there were certain moments where, you know, something said more angrily or softer or, you know, just to convey, it's a very emotional album. So to convey that without, you know, losing the audience and monotony, I think uh, that's another thing that was done really it's, well. It's a real subtle difference between being monotone through lack of performance ability and being monotone right. as a style and still having all the nuance of a good vocal performance inside yeah. there. 
which and this is obviously the latter. For me, what uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what I what I don't like just for a little bit. Um, there's just a few too many. I don't want to say duds on the on the album, but like there's a few too many skips. I guess mm-hmm. I could say. Like, yeah, it does lose a little momentum. Like in parts. Um, for me, like some some songs, I just don't really like some i don't even really remember just don't really care um Haley's comment yeah. don't really care goldwing don't really care for oh, that I, I loved goldwing goldwing was one of my favorites yeah, yeah. I, I do definitely agree on Haley's comment though uh, well <laughs> um uh i think it was uh, happier than ever the second to last one i'm not it, it's i'm either getting happier therefore i am or happier than ever I liked both of those a lot. I li- I liked happier than ever, but I think yeah, like I said, the last third of the album I think had if, and I'll let you finish, yeah, and then I'll um, get into my. But yeah, like criticisms. there's there's just a couple too many songs that didn't do it for me there, and to me it's just that whispery delivery for an hour, just it it got tiresome, it got mm. boring to me. Now, on and honestly, maybe even some of the songs that I had said like would be skips. Um, if I were like started on that or that came on on the playlist, like maybe I'd feel different about it. But I think it's just it's it's really long for being a relatively monotone record. I I don't I don't know. I don't. I'm not necessarily like calling it monotone. Right. No, but, I get what you're saying. I mean, um, so here, mo- yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> it's it's just a little too samey and a little too long, and it, it 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 struggles as an album for those reasons to me. Um, but with that all being said, all most of the songs on here are really good, and especially individually. I do think this is yep. more of a collection of tracks than. And and then an album, um, but yeah, it, it's just it's just not quite enough. Like kind of like we were saying, it's it's not yeah. quite enough to it's justify so the close. length. Yeah. I think I think you think it's closer than I think it okay. is. Like you say, like you say ninety five. I'm like eighty five to ninety percent of the way there. More accurate, actually. But but yeah, and but there's still so much good on here that yeah. I'm still going to give this a very good review score like overall. I think the the problem for me on the the back third of the album was that it kind of abandoned that cohesion of the instrumentals and the vocals. I think it it went a more acoustic direction and it went kind of you remember the Laura Marling album from mm-hmm. last year where vaguely but, but yes. Yeah, I mean that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is that you know Laura Marling's got a great voice. Um, you know, the songwriting wasn't bad, but it just wasn't that interesting. And and this one, she, her voice starts to sound like Laura Marling, and her voice is obviously the same, but because it doesn't have that really thoughtful um, instrumental backing to it, you lose that kind of magical cohesion between the two. Um, and it's just, oh, pretty voice on top of acoustic guitars. It doesn't have the same interest to it, and I don't know why they went away with it. Because the, you know, Phineas, um, his work on the first two thirds is, you know, is that his name? Phineas. Phineas, uh, Phineas I, Eilish. I don't know if that's, that's his real name. <laughs> that's a character from the Hunger Games. <laughs> that is totally a character. I've only ever heard it by the first name. I don't know if it's like an artist name or what. 
Yeah, that's it. Doesn't quite work as a full name, does it? But anyway, it's like name. it's like he like drops out. He doesn't drop out of the album. It's like where's his present? Like I don't know. It's just it kind of changes styles in a way that. Uh, it, it was so it was very enthralling album it was very uh emotive and kind of sensual album up to that point and then it just becomes more generic after that and so that's just it's too bad because you know you got a great a great collection of songs like well if you just got rid of it, it would be even better it's like yeah. literally delete songs and this yeah. is like it's such a frustrating so so let me like yeah if this were a 50 minute album i think yeah I 45 would. to 50 i think would have been a better length or 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 continue with the you know the style that that preceded it. I think so. so let me too, let but. me agree and disagree at the same time with you there too, in the sense that like because I, I oh, like NDA, therefore I am happier than ever. Were some of my favorite songs on the album. Really? I really did like the back half of okay. it. Okay. The, the the two things that I thought were kind of weird was for me it took just a hair too long to rope me in. So I would probably like one of the first two tracks. I'd just cut one of those and then. Um, Wait, the first two tracks of the album? Yeah, Dude, I love Dude, getting older. That's like my one of my favorites. If you're considering uh, deleting, I didn't change my number. Then we are gonna have some I like issues that you here, both my friend. Went to a different track, though. <laughs> we did, but so so I thought that, and then I get what Brandon's saying about how some of the songs are not necessarily winners, but I think for a a fifty plus minute album that isn't a concept album, you know, there's no overarching narrative to this entire album. Some of those songs that are, are somewhat forgettable for me, like like Haley's Comet, yeah, I, I'm not going to go put that song on by its own, but when I'm doing an album listen, the energy in that song was correct for that point in the album for me, where I, I, had, I thought it, the overall album composition ebbed and flowed nicely to the point where some of those skip tracks, if you want to call them that, mm -hmm. still work really nicely in the album context. And, and I think it achieves the length about as well as you can without going to like a concept, mm -hmm. like an overarching thing. And then to wrap up, I think, you know, Happier Than Ever, I, I really liked and I really liked the way it it kind of starts slower and it just the, the build and everything. But I think like it would have been just such a baller move to like build to that really like almost climax of the whole album and mm -hmm. then just end the album right there and just <laughs> yeah. fucking cut male fantasy yeah like, i, I kind of thought the same and, and, and you could you could put male fantasy somewhere else in the album you could go replace Haley's comet with male fantasy or something but for me i just it would have been so cool to just end the album after that whole angry build-up and just right. done that to yeah. go into like another song like even if it's a really well-written song it was just like i agree man it you had the hit and you dropped it. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. Was I would have almost loved to see that, or or, or to go put it a little bit earlier in the album for me or something. But yeah, right. that, yeah, I do agree that to the, do like a proper was, like. And I agree, down. Male Fantasy is a solid track, but it, it yeah, was it a felt, good song. It felt yeah. weird after. It felt like a strange end to the album. Um, yeah, and, and you mentioned it not being a concept album, and I'll agree with that. But I almost felt like this was really close to being a concept album it's, because it's right I got on a, the it's right on yeah. the cusp. I don't know what she was this going is, for. This but. is the the difference between an album with consistent themes and a concept album. Right. Yeah. And I honestly, because I got like I did get a pretty consistent narrative with this one. What I took away was from it was just the the suffocation of being a young pop star mm -hmm. and dealing with mental health issues and all sorts of things and creepy dudes yeah just like the whole amalgamation of of um i thought this was a is a very i thought it was a very depressing album 
That was a yeah. very, music is generally, very dark album. In, in my and, experience, has been and, pretty, yeah, uh, and and like I don't know depressing. if it's supposed to be a concept album, but I got a very coherent set of themes here, and that's one thing I really liked about it. And right. I agree, it, it's a yeah. little too skippy to 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 really necessarily be considered one, but it's not far off. It, it shows that yeah. you can put together a fifty-minute album without an overarching like. And when when I say overarching narrative, I mean like a single arc a single storyline where instead you can just explore the topic and right. if it's if it's done with taste and done with a lot of de- attention to detail and stuff you know you can you can be knocking on that same door as you know big overarching concept albums and, and i will think something i wanted to say as well with regard to male fantasy at the end is you know that one especially it, it kind of hits on those themes in the album a lot and yeah it reminds me of um like like the last track of the Dua Lipa album and, and some of those other moments where we had were like, oh yeah, and the last song is my statement piece. <laughs> Except in this album it felt fine. Yeah, cause, because yeah, cause the statements were yeah, the statements the, the entire the album. Whole like the first exactly, song, the like, second, like almost everything here. It, has, it was like, yeah. and, and that's, that's the part that makes me sort of hesitant to say like, I, I didn't like it. Like I, I think for album flow, I still would have rather it end a little earlier. But at least with this one, when it comes in and says, "Yeah," and we're gonna end on the the statement piece that I really want you to keep in your mind as you leave the album. At least it was like, "Yeah, this is what the album was about. Mm-hmm. This is what she was talking about the whole time. This is what she wants you to leave with." Like that, it made so much sense, and so it was great to see that. Like done right in a, in a sense yeah. versus just like <laughs> oh we've yeah had a couple instances where that was not the case by the way here's my token nod to social <laughs> issues as a pop star like or like the alicia keys song about her like family getting shot and it's the most boring song we heard the whole <laughs> like no the, you can't do that and like not to not to be a dick but alicia keys you've been massively rich and famous for like well over a decade at this point right. if your family's still in the ghetto that's your fault Spicy. All right, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh. So here's the thing. Uh, individuals but, are responsible for lifting their families out of poverty. It's not the government's job. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to look at things from an overarching social standpoint. Uh, we should uh, project everything onto individuals, and they should be able to solve everyone's problems by themselves. We don't need to look any further than the individual. That's a pretty level. good impression. That, is, that, is, that was spot. His name is Ben. <laughs> well, I did, it's all, shockingly easy. Not all Ben's. <laughs> just, just, like, <laughs> just a little bit higher pitched and really fast. Fast talking, higher pitch, and just orally defecate. Just let it flow. <laughs> did it's, you know Ben Shapiro and Tom McDonald? Their homies. I'm shocked, Brandon. <laughs> Revelation. Not, not only shocked, but appalled as well. <laughs> oh, I thought rap isn't music, but wait, are, are honestly, te- what Tom McDonald is doing, it transcends rap. Are you telling music. me that when Ben Shapiro said that rap is fake music and is wrong, and people that listen to it are well, stupid. yeah, but that was before. Are I, you suggesting that may have been a dog whistle? But that was before I met Tom McDonald, and he he, he really changed my view. I'm a very open-minded person, and I'm susceptible when somebody shows me the right way, then I can adopt a new view, viewpoint. I'm not like the left. The left will, is is enshrined in dogma. They will never I change. can't tell if I want this in the episode. Or not. <laughs> He's really good at it. He's really good. Ben Shapiro diss track when, dude, we should. That's what your music should be. That the song you're making. It should be a Ben Shapiro diss, sung by Ben Shapiro himself. <laughs> <laughs> then again, he fucking owns himself on his own show constantly, on a anyway. regular basis. Oh. All right, uh, where um, were we? Yeah, I don't even know where we were. Okay, so I got point. a lot more to talk about. I want to start talking about some tracks here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Eric mentioned. All right, so I'm, I take personal offense that he wasn't too keen on. I didn't change my number because that's one of the best songs we've heard all year. 
that song is so fucking good. It is a good song. I don't, actually, it wouldn't be my pick from this album, but it is a I good song. I don't know song. if it would be my pick, but let me... So we have two instances where you, where we have back-to-back tracks that I think are like the best back-to-back tracks of the whole year. And that's the first one is I Didn't Change My Number and Billy Bossa Nova. Um, and again, both these tracks are like... The beats are like... I've heard that before, but I haven't heard that before. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. There's something... Is that weird intangible here that's just really it's the, good. It's the Kanye effect. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Can we start saying like it's Billie Eilish? What do you expect? Like I kind of hate to say that, but the Kanye effect is actually that's uh, very appropriate. Is Billie Eilish the new Kanye? I, I mean, miss the old Kanye. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. I want the old Kanye, not the new Kanye. <laughs> Not the rude Donda Kanye. drop today. You must forgive us. <laughs> <laughs> We're all high off the Donda hype. It's gonna be a real mind fuck when this Kanye comes out two months Kanye. after Donda. <laughs> uh, where was I? I didn't change my number. Um, yeah, this is another example of just like all the little tiny details being so good that the song is much more than the sum of its parts and. Um, I'll tell you, this is the first time this year in quite a while that I've been like instantly engrossed by an album, and it kind of mm. started like the first song, uh, "Getting Older," is really good. And this might be like the, like the most positive I've seen you on an album all year. Dude, I'm I'm so happy, right? You see <laughs> the my face? Like I'm so excited right now. Like, damn, like, like I've not seen this I from know, you all I, year, except maybe on the uh, maybe on Lingua Ignota, but that's like that's different. That's yeah, like, but I expected that to be good. Yeah, like, yeah. like this is the and first that was time I've actually been soul crushed. Yeah, exactly, and and um. The, uh, this was Phineas's best work, I think, and I don't know if this is true or not, but someone mentioned in a comment that, uh, like, the last, like, 30 seconds where it has just the, the, the like, the bass outro, um, somebody said it was a cell phone, that I don't know if you remember that part, but no, it was yeah, like, I do, but it was, like, like, how it was like a cell phone, phone like, the vibration oh, of a cell like phone, a cell- oh, and, like, okay. turned into a beat, I don't know if that's true, but if huh. so, like, it's a great, like, conspiracy of, like, very, capturing, because the doable. song was about, like, some sort of drama, I don't know exactly, um, but that would totally make sense of, like, being hounded by a, a phone buzzing and, like, the, what that entails, and I thought that was a brilliant, uh, sound there because it's it's kind of disconcerting. It's kind of anxiety producing, but it's also it's like, like a fat the, fat beat. And like, <laughs> especially like with the concept of like I didn't change my number. It's like yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah it's, like it's, it, it's about her like trying to lose a dude basically, right? Like, being right. stalked by him. At least that's kind of that was like what I picked up. Yeah, from, yeah, pretty much. There's and also so, like, a line to of, like make yeah. like a beat like that out of a phone. Like that's yeah. super oh, cool. So if that's good. true, that's really oh, great. Cool. I'm sure that has to be right. I mean, it beats too obvious. And then the other part is like uh, something about and your best fr- like I'll be I'll take it out on you and your best friend too is just said the most drippingly sarcastic tone and that's a, like it's pretty monotone but when it's when it goes into some sort of different you know vocal inflection it's like you really notice as, it and that's as another person who is very monotone and very sarcastic i feel i can identify with billy eilish a little bit oh me sense. too yeah <laughs> absolutely and then and then billy bossa nova which is you know a very different tone but also brilliant track so that was the first example and then i honestly can't tell if i like that the best or um not by responsibility followed by overheated those two together might honestly be my highlight of the year so far i don't know if i yeah i'm not quite a hard that time with high that on one. it but like i thought that I, was, I, I i kind of like i don't i don't agree but i see yeah. it like I'll, I'll tell you let me get into my my justification for that um i think um 
I'll talk about each track and then I'll talk about why I think it works so well. So not my responsibility starts off with, you know, just the very like ambient kind of slowly swelling instrumentals. And then it's just her talking. Um, and for one, I think just the, the feeling it evokes is really just depressing and, and so effective. Um, and again, the, the juxtaposition between the vocals and the instrumentals is amazing on this one. It's a very simple song. And I don't know if you'll agree with me here, Brandon, but this reminded me a lot of things we do from To Be Kind hmm. by Swans. I know it's kind of a weird comparison. No, I got I a lot of similarities. Get, I, mean, I do get a at, lot of like post rock yeah. from from Billie Eilish's music right. in general. So I didn't. It's like, a weird comparison, see, but I, both, I didn't like get Swans, but like I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like they're both like instrumental based. You know, very depressing and, and atmospheric with spoken word mm -hmm. on top of it. So on a like a formula level, it's similar. But I think the tone that it evokes also just reminded me of that. And that's a song that I love, too. So um, and I think in any other like pop artist that tried to do something like this would be an abysmal failure. But for some reason here, it just works. I mean, it's just I think the songwriting is just it's so good. But the it's funny good. thing is, yeah. if, you, yeah, if like, you read the lyrics like as like just without the music, it it would sound dumb, but for some reason well, okay, it um, works really so well here. What, what I mean by that is like, I suppose like how, maybe not necessarily songwriter, but the performances are so good and the instrument and yeah. instrumentation is so good. The overall package is yeah. I'll tell you what it is. Here's what it is. I think, I think it's the earnestness of it. I've, it I've could talked, be, yeah. you know, I've talked before about uh, me loving Neil Young and one of the things that comes through in his music is how earnest it is. It just seems like it's such an honest statement. Mm -hmm. And even though I've said, you know, Neil Young's not the best singer in the world, he's probably not the best guitar player, but none of that matters because his music is so thoughtful and honest and earnest. And I get a lot of that here as well. And I think that's what kind of makes this such a good track. Then you get into Overheated, which has this really cool moment where it's like a 10 15 second change up and then it goes right back into the same exact instrumental but in a totally different context and i thought that that wraparound um it just it was so perfect it, it made so much sense you make me I, really want to listen to this album again yeah, so <laughs> i know but listen to those two tracks because it it's such a beautiful transition from you think it's going in a different direction and then it, it brings it all back but mm. but again it's the the song's way different but that just overpowering ambience is is right back there and and it see i love continuity in that kind of sense it's just it so tickles I, me so I, I, I wanted i wanted to argue with you because because I, I i looked down and i was reading through my and i don't not my responsibility i i wrote down kind of like you know well executed and i don't want to confuse this statement with like shouldn't make this statement or anything but i was like you know these are kind of cliche statement they type are. thing. They and, are, and so but, yeah. I, I wanted to, to be kind of like, and I, I don't quite agree with you, and then I, I looked down to the next line, and I was like, but man, how overheated flows out of Not My Responsibility oh, is just so absolutely good. amazing. <laughs> I was so like, good. well, shit, Ben's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, is God like, I think these tracks have to be in conjunction with each they other. They work so they, well it's, together, it's yeah. A, it's the same instrumental, they, they're clearly meant to go together, and, and I see yeah. Not My Responsibility as the lead-up or the prelude it's to like part Overheated. One, yeah. yeah, it's like part one, exactly. And and uh, actually, you know what, another comparison here, this album reminds me a lot of the Mac Miller album in some ways. Because it's very late back. You just get... In the same way. Yeah, laid back, but very emotionally engaging. And I, mm -hmm. I think you get a lot of the same desperation that I got from the Mac Miller album because it's like, you know, she sounds very like sleepy, 
overwhelmed. And Mac Miller sounded like he could barely talk. Like, mm -hmm. he sounded so, like, depressed or just down there, like... Oh, man. <laughs> I know, making everybody <laughs> sad. But at the same time, the there was so much effort and, and taste in the songwriting. Mm -hmm. And it was such a weird juxtaposition to have to have that and I, this was not to the same extent as that but i did pick up on them the one more that. song that i want to talk we've we've mentioned it before we haven't really talked about it but is oxytocin yeah yeah i just love like like, yes. the, like the electric instrumentals i guess in that yeah. and then just just the chorus with the just the blame it on the oxytocin like yeah. god like it was like such a as with so many other things on this album, like such a simple chorus yeah. and performed in such a cool way. It is. There's so and much just, tension in that song. Yeah. It's a really gritty song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Oxytocin's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Oxytocin, I think, is my pick for favorite song off the album. That's a good pick. And if we're if we're doing since uh, since we. Haven't yep. yet. We'll go with least I favorite. My I think we can all. I, by the sound of things, I think we all agree. Haley's comment's probably the most forgettable track on here. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Haley's comment. I was not a fan of your power, and uh, probably those two. I don't really remember my future that much. Um, it's one of the only ones I didn't the first really half take. Of my future reminded me of Christmas music. Okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> Haley's comment. There were a couple tracks. You know, maybe two, two to four tracks that were just decent. There was not a single bad track on here no. though. Um, I would say Haley's comment is forgettable, but not bad. Yeah, I would agree with that. I do want to talk uh, about Happier Than Ever, though, because while it definitely wasn't my favorite track, um, I did like a lot of things about it. Um, I liked how that one took a lot of listens for me to really get into. Um, but the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. And uh, I think the just kind of sarcastic, you know, tone of the, but very quiet, you know, I mean, the song is about happiness, but it's clearly not <laughs> happy album. <laughs> so, I mean, um, yeah. it's, it's really depressing album, actually. I think it's overall very dark, but um, I like to change up into a, into the kind of build up uh, second half of it. And I liked how it, it took kind of generic, like pop chorus production style where it has like that loudness you know almost like a yeah, Katy yeah. Perry soaring except again the Kanye effect it actually works really well here like it's done there's like that I don't I can't explain it but um it's it's got that it's got that it little just something, got something. That, it's provocative it's, it gets the people going it does not get the people going this is a not get the people going it's album. provocative though yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um highly highly recommend um i have been hearing this is not at, people have not been so this, as high on this as her no, previous I know. one well, um, I, I did listen to the pre not a whole lot of it but it was good too i mean yeah no i um i've i have not done like a formal like listening and like personal review yeah. or anything of it but um this one is getting surprisingly low ratings from what i've been seeing and this is the first time all year that i've rated something just significantly higher just than further confirmation the that the general public has no taste none whatsoever i mean and i also th just think in general at least like for us like rate your music is really harsh on pop music it is harsh on pop music but this it's weird because this seems right up rate your music's alley like, and, and a lot of, like I mean, the last Billy Eilish is a lot. Like I mean, her last album was really highly. Yeah, but it's like a three point three or something. It's like it really? yeah, it's way lower than I expected. They just don't weird. want to admit I mean, they I liked think, it. They liked, I think um, a lot of it is just like the like fucking neckbeards on rate your music and Mew of just being like refusing to admit that like a young pop act is good. 
Yeah, it's probably. weird because they were uh, Right Year Music loved Charlie XCX last year, and I didn't think that album was all that great. It was good. But... It was like your top twenty, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it really that? Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I just didn't see all the hype. Like it I was like rated really high. I remember so this one kind of surprised on me. On the Charlie XCX last year, that I put it at I think twenty six, and I had it the lowest rated. Did you? Okay. Anybody. No, I know. Well, also, but Charlie. I mean, it was funny dude, because Charlie I was XCX, the highest one on it when we actually right. reviewed it. Dude, Charlie XCX jumped like twenty five spots in the last two <laughs> weeks. Like it was ridiculous. Like I listened to it like three times, and then like the fourth listen, I'm like it clicks. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, fun. Uh, fun story with uh. Charlie XCX is her album bef- um, in 2019, uh, which was like her breakout album. Like uh, Fantano fucking loved to give it album of the year. Like it was huge on right your music, and I just didn't get it. It just didn't click with me. Yeah. And so going into the new Char- the Charlie XCX from last year, I was like, All right, I don't really have you know super high standards or anything. Anything and I fucking loved it, and I was like, "Man, if I love this one, I'm gonna go back to the last one and see if it clicks now." And I went back to it. it was like, "No, this still sucks. I don't know what the fuck people are talking." About. That's me and my daughter's experience right there. <laughs> After hearing self talk, maybe it makes sense now. No, no, nah, not at all. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, check this out. I think I think the highs on this album are probably the best highs of the year, or at least close to. I it. definitely would not go that high, but I mean. Yeah. I don't have very many bad things to say about this record. In an extremely pretentious statement, this is the like friendly reminder if you're coming from like a pop background to like try and think about the album a little bit, and if you're coming from a more like niche music album, like See try and picture. come into it without so you know without yeah. the pop music bias. It's right. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I I do I do still think that the. Uh, the album's too long and yeah i will agree with you i think it should have I, I, been a I think shorter. it suffers a lot for that reason yeah but it's there, there's there's so much good on here it's it's undeniable so um yeah what Big a fan. what a juxtaposition of albums this week yeah i know right? <laughs> yeah right like one of the, the one of the most forgettable albums and one of the most interesting pop albums this year I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think so, I think too. it's the most interesting pop album we've done on the show so far. I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything. I mean, Charlie XCX would probably XCX. be the next closest, but... Uh, I still love future nostalgia, but interesting is not necessarily and a word I mean, I if we, Yeah, exactly. It's a great pop album. It's fucking it's, bangers, it's not, but it's not super that interesting. That interesting, yeah. And, I mean... Oh, uh, the Klopelga. I would put that Is as, that a pop album? I would consider but it. But, okay. I mean, like, comparing, like, Klopelga, Charlie XCX to, like... Billy Eilish in terms of like popularity and yeah, like pop yeah, like, music. I mean, yeah, like Clopelga and Charlie X is a great well, album. Charlie X yeah. is kind of like pop radio at this point, but yeah. Clopelga is definitely no. Not. <laughs> I would consider that its own. Like that's, it, it, I guess it's technically Clopelga. It's like art yeah. pop, like the same category as like like Wise Blood. Yeah. Like yeah, it's still pop, but it's not pop. I'd radio put that a lot pop. closer to like progressive rock or some shit like that than I would to you know <laughs> what I associate with pop. Oh, holy but... shit, there's Lana Del Rey. Yeah, yeah, we did her. I swear to God, we covered the Lana Del Rey. Damn, this year. I couldn't. Uh, there was part of me was like, was it late last year? Maybe. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> there, I, I found That's it. Bad when you can't. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, yeah, check it out. Yeah. It's great. Um, Probably the first case of like a. Like, I, I never listened to her music because, not because I, like, was necessarily against it, but just was not at the top of my list. Like, when you hear, like, teen sensation pop artist, you're not exactly dying to go listen to that. Mm-hmm. And I probably should have. Yeah. So. so, yeah, that'll be about it, I think. So, thank you all very much for joining us. Uh, please come back next week where we will be reviewing... Oh, God, I'm going to mispronounce it. Um, Jaobi 
Naps at peace. I do you guys think I was even close with that? No, no oh, way. God damn it. And um <laughs> and Clara and actually a uh, composer Clara Lonata with uh a some more modern classical uh with molt. Modern um, classical is always a Yeah. Um we, we we try and do at least one classical piece a year. And yeah, and, and, and it's part of it's really hard is cause just because of the nature of find. Yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah. And the nature of classical music is I mean, uh Moltz was originally written in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's always it just a couple didn't get, years. Uh, like a, a album release uh until this year. Um which so. is the same criteria last year. I think our mm. the, the piece was two years old and it finally got a recording, so yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, um, and we finally get some jazz for the year, uh, which I am. I am excited. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Uh, for we, sure. We've been trying to get that in, just haven't really. Nothing's been grabbing. Yeah, us. nothing's been interesting. The only thing that like intrigued me at all was um, uh, Shabaka Hutchings came out with another album under uh, Sons of Kemet. Kemet, okay. And but that album got very lukewarm. Really so interesting. Just, yeah. Well, um, it's good to finally get back to stuff that has rhythm, harmony, and melody. Because classical and jazz typically have rhythm, <laughs> harmony, and melody, so they are they do qualify as music. You gotta wear <laughs> our smoking jackets. <laughs> uh, so yes, thank you all very much for listening, and join us next week. Have a good night.